The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. Hey, 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 like we talked about it, man. Blank sheet, new chapter, we write our own script. Write our own script, man. That's just one step, man. You guys know how to go. But more importantly, man, this is about us. This is about you. You guys made up your f-ing minds, what we was gonna do, and we did it. Exactly what the f- we said. And then we did it. Exactly. Hey man, I know the coaches, the whole organization, the whole building is proud of f-ing. More importantly, I'm happy for you guys. That f-ing was rough the last two weeks. Yeah. Biggest window, the front window. And guess what? Every f-ing door we go into, we're kicking that f-ing from now on. But no f-ing thanks about it, man. Hey man, you know what this time is? I'll see you. Cigars going. Yes. Such a different vibe. He oh. said, he said in his prayer, you know what got me like you, James, Woo-hoo. on Wednesday when he said Raider Nation versus everybody. Yeah. I mean, Man. a leader of men, he inspired everybody. And the thing that was missing was the connection with the players. Yep. That feel like we are all in this together. Forget everybody else. We're all at the same level. We're all going to do this together. And we just felt that. Yeah, that's unique. That's like no other locker room mm. in the nation. Mm. That's like that. Colorado locker room at the beginning of the season, right? That's the kind of vibe we're getting right now, and it's going to last. That effort is going to be there. You may not win every football game, but that effort, that authenticity is going to be there. He is just so, so right for this job at this point right now. That brotherhood and that camaraderie is going to be contagious. Mm -hmm. That feeling they haven't had in a long time is going to go into that Jets game, and it's going to be a tough game, but that's hard to capture. I'm putting my money on AP. It's hard to capture that. (laughs) I will see you Wednesday. You know know what that just did to them boys right here? You know how hard they're going to come out on Sunday and play? Yeah. Yeah. Saying we ain't finna mess this schedule up because we know when we beat up on the Jets, I will see you Wednesday. <laughs> that was win number one, and joining us is Antonio Pierce, and there was five more wins after that. First of all, congratulations on such a big day for you uh, to be announced as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Has that sunken in? Can you say it again? <laughs> the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. No, it I gets know. No, you get chills. Yeah. It's uh, surreal, but it's it's getting real. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting real because you're going through the process. Um, obviously, I said it from the jump. Humbled, honored to be in this situation. Uh, very supportive of our staff, the organization, and more importantly, the players. Um, they did it. You know, they put everything out there. They gave their hearts along with our, our staff to go out there and really put a product on the field that we're proud of. And that's what I talked about. And making, you know, Raider Nation excited and feel that hope and that joy and that belief that we can go out there and compete with anybody. But more important, we're going to do it our way, right? We're going to do it the Raiders way, and that's what I'm going to keep harping on. That's going to be our culture, and we're going to build on that. Man, I'm so happy for you. And uh, on that clip there when, you know, you gave that uh, Victory Wednesday, right, (laughs) the young Eric Allen was excited. (laughs) He would have been on the point. The old Eric Allen was like, nah, I'm going to be in there watching film. I'm going to get ready for the next week, right? Right. So, uh, 
just amazing, man. Just uh, so much uh, joy, right, that uh, the Raider alumni, the people in the building who no one ever sees, the equipment guys, the training staff, everyone has your back, so supportive of uh, what you've been able to do so far. Yeah, you know, I think that just goes, um, you know, back to the beginning. You know, when you walk in somewhere, you check your ego at the door. Right? It doesn't matter what I've done in my past or who I am or what I've done or accomplished. You roll up your sleeves, you go to work, but you, more importantly, you treat people right. You treat people right, and you love what you do. Right? You love what you do. You love coming to the building. You have that joy and that smile. It, today's a good day. Every day you walk in this building, should be today's a good day. Ice Cube, shout out. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, alumni, you, you know, you respect that because, yeah, you know, I mean, you go all the way back to yeah. ES, ESPN days. But, you know, when you look and you look on the wall, you go throughout this building and you see the gentlemen who have played here, you know, coaches, players, front office people. I mean, that's what you strive to be. You know, as a player, you strive to be one of the best. Right. You want to be a, a Super Bowl champion. You want to be a hopefully a Hall of Fame review is that good. And then you come a coach. You want to just become one of the ones that people talk about by the way you prepare your team, the way they execute, the effort, the love, the execution, and more importantly, doing it together as one. That, I mean, it's the ultimate team game, right? Where you got all these gentlemen, all these eagles, these big, strong men, but we come to come one common goal each and every day, and that's just to be win, just to win and be the best. Well, we're excited for you, but one of the things we saw right away was uh, it started to change on defense. And then there was just this dramatic improvement on defense. And you guys were the best scoring defense in the NFL over the last nine games of the season. How did that shift happen so quickly? Less is more. Less is more. We, we, we had some talented players um, who I think at times we might have put them in tougher situations than they need to be. But more importantly, I think our staff did an excellent job of Identifying really what we do well. All right, what do we do well? Let's do let's do more of that. All right, what we don't do well. Let's let's do at least let's do a little bit less of that and put that in the back burner. And then once we kind of found our groove and our rhythm and the continuity amongst, let's say the D line, for example, you start putting two D and three D ends out there. Oh no, hold on, let's put four out there. Hold on, you see that little corner out there, little Jack Jones? How about we put him out there and let him start making some. Put Tyree on the inside. Yeah, put Tyree bit. on the inside. <laughs> let's make these little tweaks. Nothing. Nothing, nothing mind-blowing, just the adjustments and really adapting to our team and putting the best 11 out there that give us the best chance to win. But more importantly is the buy-in. Mm -hmm. You know, Patrick Graham giving them a clear direction and clarity of what it needs to take place or what needs to take place to win games. And then to me, the style of play. It starts with 98. All-out effort at all times. Then it's the physicality of Robert Spillane. That's Put a that, dude. Dude, dude. <laughs> Diablo, let's roll, baby. Here we go. Here we go, Robin. Yeah. Right? Batman Robin. Here we go. Right. And then on the back end, you got Marcus Epps, Trayvon. And then you got these little DBs now. And all of a sudden, got some confidence room when number 18 showed up. Yeah. You know, the swag and uh, the belief and the ability to make plays and to make educated guests. The anticipation right. plays that you guys saw, they put that all together. And that's what you, that's, that's what you got as far as the product on the field. Yeah. And, and more than anything, I saw the development, what you're talking about. And... What I was interested in is how did you really give your staff the ability to be able to develop the young guys and the old guys to be able to have the confidence to jump those plays. They have the confidence to line up Malcolm Kuntz the last four or five weeks of the season and say, hey, you know what? Get You can bend. We're going to bend you. You have another move up the bend. But how did the development start from you from a personnel standpoint? Well, I think we talked about it when we got together as a staff. You know, you look at it and say, okay, what did these guys do well, right? Malcolm Kuntz. 
not a real power guy. We don't need him to be that, right? But what he does is bend and turn the corner, and he's explosive, right? Okay, cool. Then you start identifying other pieces of the puzzle amongst the whole defense. But I'm going to tell you where it really went, EA. It was in practice. We start competing. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about competing, competing. We were competing, competing. Right. There's no more, uh, I could have made that play. No, go make the play. Yeah. Stop letting Tay run by you. Put hands on Tay. Up front, let's, let's be heavy-handed. We ain't got pads on, but we can touch one another. We can bless one another. <laughs> that competition started to then carry over in everything we did. Meeting rooms, walkthrough, practice, weight room, how we eat, how we, everything. So now you start to build a culture where everybody feels like, hold on, let me get my shot. Mm-hmm. And now you got guys jumping to the front of the line instead of being in the back of the line. Put me in, coach. And it goes back to even on the practice squad. Having them guys there on the sideline. Yeah. They bust their tails all week long. Coach, I just want to put the, I just want to put the hoodie on. Yeah. I want to side, <laughs> on the sideline. Side yeah. I need that juice. But guess what? No, Coach, hold on. No, no. I want to get on that grass. Mm-hmm. When it, I didn't see it Wednesday, right. Thursday, Friday. And that started to happen. And now you see the development. You see a guy like Janoris Robinson step up, and now he's making plays as well. Right? First game, boom, he comes and makes a sack. Gets a sack versus the Vikings. I, it just became – it really became like a, a snowball effect, and everybody wanted a piece of it. I call it a shark frenzy. Yeah, yeah everybody was in on it. Um, you have some big decisions to make. I mean, as the head guy, you have to fill out a staff. You don't have an offensive coordinator right now. What does that process look like? Long. Going through every – ounce of the roster, of staffs, film study, phone calls, text messages, really, I, if there's one thing I'm going to do my best at this offseason is find the right gentleman to lead our offense. Do you lean on a lot of people out, you know, outside of the organization, too, just trusted football minds that you trust? Mm-hmm. Do you really pick the brains of those people as well? Yeah, I think being a former player and then working in the previous uh, places I've been, I have a lot of connections and can make those phone calls. And I'll get an honest opinion about somebody, no BS there. And they know what I'm looking for. And then they also know, can we work together, which is more important. That continuity, that chemistry, the energy and synergy that I talked about from day one, it starts with myself, Patrick Graham, myself in that offensive coordinator, myself and our special teams coordinator, Tom McMahon. Mm-hmm. And then I got to filter down through the rest of our staff. So that's going to be the key part, too. It could be a style of play, but if we don't match personality-wise our, with our ideas and our philosophies and how we see the game being played in one, and it's not, and I'm going to keep saying this, be honest, the right away. It's going to be a certain way we play and the way we want to win and want it to look like. That has to mirror up. Now, there's going to be adjustments and changes, but that's the biggest challenge now is just really fine tuning that and going through with a, with a real fine comb and just really looking at every ounce that I can to make sure I make the right decision. Well, the last one for me is uh, Raider Nation, Come on. which we were both Raider fans before we got to the league. Just love the Willie Brown, Fred Bolitnikoff. I mean, you know, I'm not sure about you, but me, I was in San Diego. I was the only guy on our block who was rolling out a Cliff Branch jersey, right? What does it mean to you to represent uh, Raider Nation? It's huge. I'll tell you what, it's getting bigger and bigger now. <laughs> I know I ain't bringing that Impala out down the street. I know that bad boy at. God, dog. Um, listen, um, from the jump, to be honest, that first game against the Giants, the crowd was electric. And then the last game, that was different. Yeah. They were chanting. They were yeah. loud. They made their presence known. We got to make our stadium back to what it used to be. In the other place, right? right. We gotta, Las Vegas yep. has to have his identity of Raider Nation and Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. That's my goal. That's our players' goal. That should be our fans' goal. If we do that together, as big as the Raider Nation is, 
Don't you don't want to come to this bad boy? <laughs> Shouldn't want to come to Vegas. You think it's a fun trip? Hell no, it's a fun <laughs> no, trip. Not, not no here. more. Not no not more. Here. That's got to end. Yeah, and, but that's got that's got to be the product too of our players and how we play. But it takes everybody. I said that from the jump. When I took over, I said I needed the building. I need a person that opens the front door, that greets you at the front door, the cook. The food tasted bad for a while. Now it tastes good. <laughs> good now. You know, I'm talking about I need everybody in the building to really be in to what we're trying to do. And if we do that, we'll get to where we want. Um, I got to let you go, but one last question. JJ and EA have educated me on the the Black Air Force Ones. Um, I, I've, I've, been told know that. I've been told I'm soft because I wear white Air Force <laughs> Ones. So my question is, am I allowed to wear black Air Force Ones? Can I rock them? Or is that no? I get the white. That's clean. I know. I know. Women worry about when you can wear white and all that stuff right in the spring. Stick with my white ones. But when we get in the fall, no. But when we get in the fall, I better have them. Black so. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it, Coach, and congratulations. We look forward to working with you this year. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.